G'day guys and welcome to the Biker Bits podcast. You're listening to Mark and Alistair. Righto, so a bit of background. This is our very first podcast together. It's basically just going to be me and Alistair talking shit. We've got some topics picked out, solo camping, EDC, the perfect bike, yep. and we're going to give a quick bloody you know, background. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We thought, let's give the podcast a shot. Because Alistair likes podcasts. I don't, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alistair. Um, who wants to go first? Tell what us are, how what, you... are, what are we talking about? Origin stories. Yep. How we got into motorbikes. How long we got? Jesus. Um, the short version. The short version. <laughs> so I started... Um, I got interested in bikes when I was about 14 or 15. So I never grew up riding dirt bikes as a kid. Um, in fact, I didn't get onto a dirt bike until I was in my early 20s. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I started out with a posty bike. Uh, I was living with my auntie and uncle at the time, and uh, we basically got a box full of parts, and my uncle and I, uncle and I built a posty bike. And uh, so I was, yeah, out in the streets, down the creek and whatever, having yeah. some fun on that. Um, but yeah, so that was that was my first ever bike, and I was probably about fifteen. Um, and then when I was eighteen, I bought myself the worst piece of shit. I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was a like a CB two fifty sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and it was a it was a clunker. I <laughs> I remember my first ride on it, the muffler fell off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden, it's sounding different. Anyway, yeah. Um, and then I had a series of um, really crappy bikes, old, uh, an old GSX 400, um, things like that. Until I got my, what did I get? I got a Suzuki Bandit 1200, and that was brilliant. Loved it. Um, that was my first good bike. Um, ended up getting rid of that because I wanted to try the dirt, and so I bought a Tenere. Oh, a Tenere. That was, yep, that was my first dirt bike. It was a, um, a big 660 um, single-cylinder Tenere from the 90s. And they're heavy. Yep. Heavy, And yeah. I took that thing places it had no place being. And, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Was that the one, did you, was that the one you told me about doing the Kreb track? Yeah, yeah, so this was up in uh, in Cairns. And um, so, yeah, I did uh, up in the, in the Cape, uh, the Kreb track, um, drowned it on the crib track, spent the, spent the night on the side of the track, <laughs> waiting to get rescued. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. At that point, I realised it was too heavy. And, uh, and then I got myself an XR600. Um, and from there, yeah, it was... I mean, I've had road bikes since then, but yeah. I fell in love with the dirt. Um, so that XR, oh, so an XR six hundred, yeah, so not the six fifty. No, no, the six hundred, the uh, the the nineties, uh, six hundred. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, loved that thing. Cool. Um, then I've got a KLX six fifty. I bought that brand new. Um, yeah. That was a bit of a lemon. Um, I kind of trashed that. Um, yeah. And that's basically it. And so, yeah, I've had a and whole range of dirt bikes and road bikes since then. So did you ever have a break in between? Um, or have you had it 
pretty much a bike nearly all the way through. So when I met you, and I'd, I'd just bought a DR650, that was my biggest break from bikes. And that was pushing maybe eight years, maybe 10 years. It was, it was yeah. a big, big break. Um, yeah. And that's, I, that's the biggest thing when I talk to the guys. Yeah. Is everybody, you know, has them as a kid, then they settle down with the family, mm-hmm. and then there's a, you know, right up to, you know, 20, 20 years, they haven't touched a bike. That's a dangerous period of time. Yeah. Yeah, when you jump back on that bike, and, uh, and you know, you, you remember back when you were younger and, and you're a gun rider. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you get yourself into trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> right, so for me, um, I lived, I was living in Melbourne. Uh, living at my nana's place. So my mum, my sister and myself, mum's on the pension, nana's, you know, bloody on the pension as well. Not a lot of money in the house. Mm-hmm. There was an XR75 that one of the ki- one of the guys yeah. in North Coburg had it and he was looking to sell it. It was $300. And it had this big power pipe on it. And he got it started and whatever. And fucking I went home to mum and I said, oh, mum, there's a motorbike. Can I have a motorbike? <laughs> And my mum's got a heart of gold. Yeah. And uh, she said, here, here's $300. Wow. Go and buy it. And I brought it back. And I remember trying to get this frigging thing started in the backyard, your yeah. nana's backyard, and making all these black strips on all on it, a concrete in the back, yeah. <laughs> trying to bump start it. Anyway, uh, mum's boyfriend, Zarko, had moved up to Chewton, which is near Castlemaine, not far from here, Bendigo. Yeah. And um, so what I used to do was we moved the bike up to up to there. We got it, you know, serviced and all that. Got it up and going. And um, I used to come up on the weekends and just ride it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. Had so much fun on it. I was never. I was just a hack rider, you know. Yeah. I didn't grow up with it, so I would have been fifteen when I first got on a motorbike. Ever. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was it. And uh, yeah, I had. a blast on that thing you know i had to have it rebuilt you know i was yeah. pulling out spark plugs lighting them up you know kicking it and kicking it you know more oh, far out but a lot of fun on that bike then you know i moved around a lot mm. but then i come to what was it it used to be you were 17 and nine months or you could get your license yeah. on a motorbike <clears throat> three months earlier yep i'd left i'd left school at you know i didn't even complete year 10 yeah. And um, I was working at the local supermarket in Castlemaine. So what I used to do is I used to hitchhike every morning to get to work. Yeah. And yeah, it's not a big distance, but I'd get the regulars would pick me up and I'd get in there. So anyway, I thought, shit, get, get me motorcycle learners. I can. I bought an XL250, Honda XL250. Oh, yeah. Yep. Got that. But then as soon as I turned 18, and it was just a commuter bike for me then, um, as soon as I hit... 18 bang it was my car license and then that was it no motorbikes it was all cars really? yeah yeah until 2008 so i was a web designer constantly on the computer i'm going how i've got to get off this computer it's killing me yeah yeah what did i used to like to do and i went motorbikes boom so i went out and bought a drz uh 250 that's right. I a remember. Mate, yeah. A mate recommended. I bought it brand yeah. new. It was great. I was 
I didn't know anybody else that had motorbikes, so I'd just, you know, duck out and whatever. Yeah. But then as I was going from track to track and I was on the road, I went, oh, geez, this road riding might be all right. So I ended up selling that and I bought a um, Suzuki Intruder 700 or a 750. It had the shaft drive, tiny little bloody seat, you know, really old, yeah. old model. And, um, yeah, I started riding around that and I had put Nay on the back. And then we decided to uh, go, uh, ride to Sydney and we're going to climb the Harbour Bridge yep. and we're going to get there on the bike. Yep. My dad happened to be down uh, visiting and I was saying, Dad, check out your bike and me and I are going to go to Sydney. And he's, he looks at me and he goes, fucking bullshit. <laughs> You're not bloody putting her on that tiny little seat and going all the way to Sydney. He said, I'll pay half the money if you get a decent bike. And that's where Harry, the Boulevard C50 came from oh wow yeah so that's got like i say i'm not gonna i won't get rid of that bike because it's got sentimental yeah, I mean, yeah i've done so much on that bike anyway. but that original bike that was um that became nay's bike didn't it no 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 we no? bought no we bought her a uh a 250 oh, it was okay. an intruder 250 right. yeah 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 because you sold that just a few years ago um yeah ages ago mm. years ago now time flies mm. Mm. um yeah, so that was that was Harry, and that was I oh, bloody loved it. We yeah, went yeah. to Sydney, and you know, you know, there's shitloads of videos of all the stuff that I'd done on that. But Harry kept going, yeah, yeah, off road, and that was an issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big issue. So then I got a posty bike, and then from the posty bike, I went to Max the DR650. Yeah. Once I got Max the yeah. DR650, I never looked back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's that's so I had a really big. Yeah, so no you, you never went through that um, that stage in your younger years on the dirt being crazy. No. Yeah. No, so Hurt when yourself. I got on Max, I was a beginner. Yeah. No bloody idea. Okay. Yeah. No, that's interesting. So I've been, a, it's, if you were to watch the, you know, I mean, YouTube's been going for 10 years, more than 10 years now, but you could actually watch how my skills, and a lot of the guys have been following from day one. Yeah. And... You know, often they'll say, geez, Mark, your skills have gotten so much better now. Yeah, well, even um, I remember when we first met. Um, yeah, I mean, you were a reasonable rider back then too, yeah. but, but your skills are um, so much better now. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, you know what, what do I attribute that to? The, well, <clears throat> you know, I was an average rider and yeah. I got a little bit better and a little bit better, but I believe it was following Chappie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bloody chappy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they, they always say that. If you want to learn or you, yeah, want to, yeah. you want to get better in whatever, yeah, whether you're boxing or you're ballet yeah, yeah. dancing or whatever, if you're being challenged, yeah. yeah. Well, for people that don't know chappy, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I'll be riding down a track in the zone on my 1090, feeling great, like, yeah, I'm doing fantastic, you know. Yeah. And then chappy will pass me. Mid-air, mind you, yeah. after he's just taken a jump, and boom, there he goes. Yeah. It's just like, bloody chappy. That's it. <laughs> I would never hope in hell of keeping up no. with him. No, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, quite humble. And it actually. doesn't matter what... See, this is the thing with um, it, with motorbike, whether you're a good rider or not. Yeah. It's not the bloody bike, it's the rider. Yeah, So yeah, chappy sure. can be on his DRZ400, but he can be on, an Afri on his Africa Twin... And he still raise another one. Oh yeah, far right. out. I'm on Max the DR650 yeah. in Kamaruka. 
He's on that big BMW, what the hell, 1200. The 1200, yeah. That green thing. Yep. And I gave up. <laughs> I couldn't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that's in tight. He just threw that thing around. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the rider. You can have all the whiz-bang electronics and you know, ABS and all that kind of bullshit. Suspension. And it all helps. Yeah. But it's the skill of the rider that makes the difference. Yeah, definitely. And you've only got to look at Chris Birch or, you know, the jumps. You know, yeah, who's that guy on the Tenere 700? He's some European guy. And he's up bloody... Yeah, yeah. You know, um, they're in a league of their own. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> the average punter can't do that shit. No. And look, to get that good, I mean, you've got to be... I think you have to be young and, and dumb and be prepared to hurt yourself a lot along the way. Yeah, <laughs> I'll certainly never, never that prepared to do that. No, my my scare um, factor is uh, very yeah. high. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. So there you go. That's that's, that's the background you... of uh, Alistair and myself. Yeah. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. Yeah. Cool. So, what are we going to talk about? Wow. Solo. Nutshell. I've got solo camping as the the first. Well, yeah. Let's let's start on solo camping. Um, why would you go solo camping? Well, I reckon it's in, oh, I was going to say important. I don't, mm. that's the wrong term. Um, I think it's a great idea to go solo camping, to try it out. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but you're just out there, you're by yourself. I think you just learn a little, you learn a little bit about yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you, you know, you're going into survival mode where you really learn things about yourself, but it's it's that it's that type of thing. It's not for everybody. Yeah, you're not out there, you know, eating bugs and drinking your own piss. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to test yourself um, because it is actually a little bit intimidating. It is for a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for, for a sure. lot of people. Um, now... I've done a lot of solo camping, yep. but I never did it from the point of um, going, right, I'm going to go solo camping. I'm just going to go into the bush. I'm going to you know, find myself yeah. a camp and I'm going to stay there the night and then come home. Yep. My solo camping started as in I had to get up to, and I can't remember now, but like, let's, one, of, one of the things was I rode on Harry yep. from here to Rockhampton, I had to get up there. My daughter was being presented a, an award or whatever, and I went right. I'm jumping on the bike. Okay. So I camped along the way. And there's, I've got some funny yeah. stories about bloody waking up next to a uh, a um, circus. Um, so yeah, I I kind of like just did that. Yeah. And I really didn't have to think about it. So it was a means to an end. Yeah. 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 That's it. And most um, of my solo camping has been that. And see, that would have got you got used to. Yeah. solo camping thing and then you know now you know it's no big deal you no. can just go and go and camp and it's um you can make the most of it yeah um I, I find it just um sometimes i just need to get away yeah um you know um particularly when i've been married i've got a couple of ex-wives <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. sometimes as we all do <laughs> yeah as well we all most do. of us yeah it's it's good to just get away and have some time on your own um i mean it's great to get uh, catch up with mates as well but you know, there's been a few times where I've, um, you know, I've gone out to the desert on my own to camp uh, on the bike. Um, you know, there was uh, the time in the Otways uh, where I got stuck in that 
Valley and Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that was a solo camp. Um, yeah, you've done Little Desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but my first solo camp, I was um, I was sixteen years old. I was living in a uh, you know my you know, step family environment, the, the Brady bunch I call it. You know, five kids in a step family. Yeah. And I had to get away. I was ready to kill someone. <laughs> I, ne- I, ne- I needed some space. Yeah. And um, so uh, I know Dad owned a block of a uh, bush block out near near Inglewood. Oh, right. And I said, just drop me off. Come back a week later. And he did. Oh, a week later. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was. I think it was like five days. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a caravan up there. Yeah. But so I'm in the, just in the middle of the bush. I got a dam. I got enough drinking water. I got food, and I just on my own and it was fantastic yeah brilliant yeah so that was my first experience um but yeah i've got some funny ones funny experiences too but you know um, (laughs) because i don't know a lot of people get freaked out when they're uh, on their own out in the bush camping yeah and there's Um, there's there's lots of stuff because we've talked about this before there's mm. lots of different things that people are afraid of or you know unsure Mm. about and I think it also depends on what location, whether you, you know, are you in America, are you in Australia, Europe, yeah, um, that type of stuff. So in different locations have different reasons Different why risks you might, and different... Yeah. Um, but sometimes your imagina- imagination can just get the best of you. I mean, it, it does. I mean, I remember this... It, it was camping. I mean, I was um, doing security at the time and I had a 12-hour shift in the middle of the bush looking after a shipping container. This was oh. in the rainforest up in Cairns. Yeah. And um, and so we, we all just slept overnight. It's like, we've just got to be there. Um, but I kept on hearing these strange noises. And and it just it just sort of set me off. And then I saw these like light, these red, they were eyeballs of some sort. Oh. And I just I just freaked out. I had to, I was only, I was like 19 at the time. Oh, okay. And um, I was on the bike. Because you know, I'd ridden there, it was, it was 100k from home though. Yeah, on a bike. I was in Babinda, uh, or near Babinda, and um, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm getting out of here." I took off. Oh really? <laughs> I came back. The, so the shift change over was six o'clock in the morning. I came back just before six. <laughs> <laughs> it just, yeah, there was, was something about it. Yeah, I just got the willies. Yeah. I had to get out of there. Um, so I don't know. If, I'm sure other people had a similar experience. Yeah, um, and look, and look, I've, I've had. <laughs> I've had that, but you know, I've, I've um, learnt mm. when you're in the bush here in Australia and you hear the thuds. Well, a thud it's in just the, a root. Exactly, yeah. it's a kangaroo. They move around at night time. Yeah. If you hear that blood curdling cry mm. that can sound human, it's a fox. Yep. Um, so it's it's just it's just the it's things out yeah. there. When you're in the middle of the bush, the, the likely you'd have to win Tats Lotto to find you know Wolf Creek Man. Oh yeah, coming yeah. to you know to kill you type shit. This is literally it's probably the safest place you could be. Well, that's what I know? say. For me, I yeah. find that I'm I feel safer in the middle of the bush rather than being in a campground with other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can flip that on it on its head. But it's it's just the individual person's perception, yeah, of what they think, and that's you know there's no right or wrongs to any of this. Yeah, it's how you perceive it. But I think I think the best thing with being comfortable with solo camping, is that you know if you just want to get away, and you you might have invited your mates, 
and they've pulled out because you know it's it's always the way people always pull out of trips yep you can just say you know what fuck it i'm just going on my own and you can actually just enjoy it and do it yeah that's you know? right yeah yeah yeah, I mean, uh, Josh from Merry Valley Dirt Bike Riders. Yep. He only just recently... Um, sorry, I'll, I'll just stop there. I might have been coming in and out of the uh, microphone. We've uh, we've got some Ned, Australian whiskey, that we're, we're drinking straight. So uh, it's going down pretty good, actually. It's actually I was not bad. quite surprised because I don't normally yeah. drink whiskey straight. I always put coke in. You know, I love Jim Beam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's actually uh, pretty... Not pretty, bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, what was I saying before I really interrupted myself? <laughs> yeah, so Josh only just recently did a camp by himself, a solo camp. I, I didn't see the video, but I, I saw that it come up on the feed, yeah. Yes, and he did it. And like you said, yeah, he had his little worries and bits and pieces. Yeah. And then since then, I'm pretty sure he's done a few yeah. camps by himself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's good. It's... um. It's been handy for me, yeah. just to get away. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's just good to get out on your own. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's just no different than every now and then, just jumping on the bike and going out for a ride by yourself. It's great to go yeah. with, you know, it's just, it's two different ways of doing it. Yeah. So, I mean, look, solo riding, that's a whole different topic. But, um, yeah, no, they they sort of, um, it's very similar. Yeah. Similar benefits. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. Um, security when solo camping, well, if you're in the middle of the bush, you don't have to worry. No. There's no worry about leaving your bike and then someone's going to come along and take something. That's something that can happen in a campsite area. Yeah, look, I avoid campsites as much as possible. Yep, on the uh, same. And I don't like, I don't like going camping on uh, public holidays. It's just too many people. It's, it's just crazy. We're, we're so similar yeah. in that respect. Yeah. And we're not guys. We're not similar in <laughs> in everything. We have no, definitely not. No, no. We have different views on on lots of different things. But in that, I yeah. think yeah, we're pretty much the same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I know. When I, I think it was, um, what is it, Murray Sunset, and I was doing the the ride through the sand, and I. That's right. I remember watching. Yeah, the video. and I had to pull up. And it was just in the bush. I couldn't make a campsite. Yeah. That's a national park. You're not supposed to. Yep. But it got dark. It was unsafe to, to continue. On that particular ride, I took my big ass dagger, my knife, <laughs> as security. Yep. Um, that's the only time I've ever done it. And actually, when I was out there and I had it, I felt stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had it in the tent. We, it was next to me where I was sleeping, so I could grab it and, you know, take on whoever it was that was going to come and rape me or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wish, Mark. Yeah, you wish. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's probably like koala bear or something coming to get me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've never really been worried about that. Um, I mean, look, if we, if we were allowed to carry... Um, Handguns in Australia. Yep. I'd probably take one. Yeah? Yeah. Just just for the shits and giggles. Just to shoot some shit. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you got any other notes for the solo camping? Oh, what have I got? Um, Jeez, I'll be drunk by the end of this podcast. This is going I've got to drive home. Yeah. Well. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Slow down. I've got to slow down. Um, nah, look, that's... This is... A, it's actually weird, this whole podcast thing. Um yeah, talking about stuff. Yeah. Um, we'll get the hang of it. 
Well, and that's it. Yeah. 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 I think this is just a good warm-up episode yeah. anyway. And, yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. I was saying to Alistair that um, I'll, I'll now look to the guys because this is actually on Spotify. You'll be able to see the video of it, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure whether I'm going to put it onto YouTube or not. Yep. Um, but I had to, I'm so used to doing videos and I'm talking to the camera. Yeah. And, it, and I'm never talking to the camera. I'm talking to the guys. I see the guys, not the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this case, I had to be very... Fa- and it's actually been very easy because we're just... The way we're positioned... I'm just talking straight. I think you. the trick is to forget about, in a way, this thing and the just microphone, the yeah. microphone, and just um, just have a chat. Have a chat. If, if we can get to that point, yeah, maybe a few more drinks, we'll be fine. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Mm. All right. So EDC everyday carry, or well, did I, you have some more? No, no, that's solo? good because I thought this would be interesting because so I've got some different categories here, Mark. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm organised, and I thought it'd be really interesting to compare what you carry every day compared to what I carry every day. Yep, because I'm go-go gadget pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you'll have everything. I won't. Yeah. But I'll have enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, oh, I should have brought my short lookers. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we've both got laptop bags. Yep. Because you, you're heading out of Melbourne a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you've got that. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's not a laptop bag. No, no. Okay, so it's just a just a work bag, whatever. Work bag. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've both got tank bags. We've both got camelbacks, and we've both got a car. Yes. So it'd be interesting to see about what we keep in in each of those. For, oh. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm over the top though. No, I know. This will be funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right, so he, what's the first thing? Do we well, get... the first one's the laptop bag. <clears throat> the the work bag. Yeah. So for. <laughs> Well, actually, I might have more than you in in this. You will. Yeah. So for me, I've got um, because I um, I work from home two or three days a week, and then in the office the other days. So, you know, I've got um, everything from you know my glasses, my laptop, uh, the power supply, a spare mouse. Um, I've got cables. I've got uh, some snacks. I've got some, um, what have I got, allergy tablets, oh. some Panadol, um, the list is probably growing, yeah, it's growing and growing, you know, some pens, um, you know, my uh, my iPad, uh, what else? What else do I have? That's probably about it, actually. Yep. Oh, and a pocket knife. Oh, okay, yep. Just in case people are working a little bit out of line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I just thought I'd throw it in. All right, cool. So in... Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. And, uh, no, I think that's about it. That's 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 pretty much it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's basically it. All right, so in my laptop bag, or yep. my bag that I use, is nothing. There's nothing in it when, really? I, when I grab it. Because I only use that particular bag, I only use when I jump in the car and I head down to Melbourne and I'm doing something at Essendon Motorcycles or Jay Leno's. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good bloody time to go. Uh, sponsors of the podcast because they sponsor the, the channel. Yep. Um, Essendon Motorcycles and Mowers, Husfa- uh, the Husfana uh, range of stuff, chainsaws, lawnmowers, automatic robot bloody things. And uh, Royal Enfield. 
Yeah, yeah. They sell all that huge range, and of course they do all the you know servicing and all that kind of stuff. And then Jay Leno's, which is the ultimate car mm. care. Where, you know, most guys will know what Jay who Jay Leno is, and um, all the products. Right, so stuff. that I'm normally that's what I'm normally doing. I'm 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 going down there. So I put my cigarettes. Cigarettes are always first. Can't go without my cigarettes and yep. the lighter. Um, the laptop, the mouse, the cables, but then I have on top of that is the camera. So I've got tripods, a couple of cameras. Oh, okay. You take all that down too, that just, all, just in case. Just in case. And yeah. normally I'm doing something when I'm, you know, yeah, going down there. Yeah. See, so this is the thing. So everything that you put in your backpack when you go down there, you'll be using for other things when you're when you're at home. So, so like in my in my backpack, short of the laptop and the, the the iPad. I mean, everything that's in my bag is just stays in my bag. Mm. You know, there's a separate, whole separate mouse. There's a separate power supply. There's separate cables. Yeah, I don't need them um, at home at all. It's and I don't even need them at work. It's just yeah. they're in there as backups. Yeah, yeah. So I don't need to have anything in that bag because yeah. I'm in Brutus the Jeep. Yeah, and hello, Brutus the Jeep is a. Yeah, all this, is, this is going to be a big list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's 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 the laptop, the, the okay. bag. The yeah. Bag. Yeah. 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 I actually. I just... don't. I'd like to set up like a bug out bag or something like that. Mm. Yeah. For shits and giggles. I don't think the world's going to end or we're going to have something, but I'd like to do it just, you know. Yeah. So I just recently bought a bag, uh, North Face. Um, what was it called? Can't remember now. Anyway, yeah. it's just a bag. But, um, that was the intention is to, to set it up as a, a bug out bag in a way and have everything in there so I could, you know, survive off the land, land from it yep. with my laptop. It's silly, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a laptop bag now. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, what do you carry on your person? <clears throat> on my person, bugger all. Bugger all. Yeah, my e-cig, my phone, wallet, keys. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, but uh, tank bag. Well, hang on. I, I, oh, no. I'm go, go, gadget pants. Don't I, I get oh, to tell people? That's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're yeah. always carrying stuff actually on your person. Yeah. So I yeah, wear yeah. work pants and they have, they're like cargo, but they're not cargoes, but they're work pants. So they've got lots yeah, of Yeah, yeah. Tradie pants. Yeah. Yeah. And I work from home and we've got, you know, the bike a bit shop and, you know, mm. doing shit all the time. So obviously I've got short lookers. I've got a box cutter. I've got um, a lighter. Always just carry a lighter. Yep. Yeah. Cigarette lighter. Um, that's on that side. On the other side, I have my phone in there. I've got a USB drive that comes into play when I do the contract stuff down in Melbourne. I use that there. Um, I always have a couple of coins, stupid enough as it may be, and it's the same with my wallet. So I've also got a wallet. Yeah. And I always have some cash, but for some reason yeah, I keep yeah. a couple of gold coins, whether it's a dollar or two dollars or whatever. Yeah, okay. And that brings that's back to when I was a kid. Yeah. You couldn't be classed as a vagrant by the police if you had money on you. If you didn't have any money, you could be. Whether that was true back then, but that was the thing going <coughs> around, and so yeah, yeah. you always made sure you had yeah a couple of you know back yeah. then it was you know fifties and twenty cent p, uh, yeah. coins. If you didn't spend it all at playing Space Invaders at the uh, the pizza shop, <laughs> yeah, wow, well, 
Yeah, um, and I've got a, a, a texter, a texter in there. Yep. I've been doing it for ages, and so much so that, you know, I'll be there with Nay and Nay will go, oh, give us your texter, or give us your knife. Really? Or, yeah, she knows. That. Do you ever accidentally put it through the wash? No, I haven't, actually. Okay. And I'm worried about the USB drive. So when I'm ta- when I'm changing pants over, because I've got, like, three sets, Yeah, yeah. I'm, I double-check all the pockets to make sure <laughs> I've got everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I. That's basically what I carry. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. So I don't carry cash, coins, at all. I mean, I used to. I used to always. The console of the car was filled with coins. Yep. Now there's nothing in there. Oh, not even in the console of the car. No. I just. I don't use cash anymore. Since I saw. I got rid of the business. Oh, so you don't need parking money. No. I don't need parking money. I don't. I don't have the, the cash coming in the business. Yeah. Um, I just don't use cash anymore. And you don't need it. No, I mean... But don't, don't say that out loud because we don't want to be in a cashless society. No, we don't. I mean, no. I like cash. Yeah. Um, but I like, the, I like the option to use it if I want. Yeah. Um, but, like, I've had $20 in my wallet now for a couple of months. Mm. <laughs> I haven't spent it, you know. Yeah. 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 Get some more of that. More of the old Ned. Yeah. So that's yeah where this is. This is uh, brewed in Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, so for those playing outside of Australia, Melbourne is um, the capital of Victoria. Victoria is a state within um, Australia. And yeah, a, so a little bit like North Korea, <clears throat> cross between North Korea and California, maybe. What? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that one. No, that was just a political comment. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, if we were to get into political, uh, Alistair would be talk- talking the whole bloody time. He's very uh, mm. intellectually intelligent that way. Well, I don't know. Opinionated, so, maybe. Maybe yeah, that's yeah, all that it is. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's Ned is actually Australian-owned. Mm. It's brewed... In Melbourne, so and it's all using you know Australian grains to make. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty good. And they actually um, they do the premixes. And how I got onto mm. Ned was, and I think I said that in the Man Cave Tuesday video, it was Ray on the last Benny Go Round. Yeah, that's ride. right. Yeah, yeah, and he had the, he had the premix cans, and I thought, geez, that's all right. It tasted yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I like it. And I thought, oh, that's well, good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, what's so ED said, what's the next one? Tank bag. All right, tank bag. Yeah, so the idea is, is not what you take on a trip, but like what do you just every day when you're on the bike, what do you keep in the bag? Yeah. Um, in the tank bag. So, what do you keep? You want me to go? Yeah. All right. So, I'm just trying to picture it now. And I, let's, like, if I was to go to Max right now. Yep. Um, so, there is a tow rope on the outside pocket. A tow rope? A tow rope. So if someone's bike breaks down... How the hell do you fit a tow rope in the tank bag? Because it's paracord. Have you not seen my video of Max oh, the DR650 okay. towing the Jeep? <laughs> That's right. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> so I have the tow... So there's the tow rope in it. There's the visor, the wipe, you know, the, the yep. towel thing that sits in the top. And then inside I have the air pressure gauge. I have a 90 degree valve extender so mm-hmm. that... If I need to at a service station, it's difficult on the back wheel. I can pump yep. it up. There's always a lighter, as in a cigarette lighter. Yep. Um, there'll be a couple of coins on the bottom. 
there is a short lookers that were given to me on on the hayride. And oh, I've forgotten his name. Uh, I think it's Steve had the um, the Royal Enfield Himalayan, and we pulled oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. We pulled. This is on the way back from camping the night in that freezing cold. Oh, <laughs> geez, that was cold. That was cold as wasn't it? That was one of the coldest nights I've. I know, and I camped. couldn't believe it. I got a snowball when I shook the tent out. There was a yeah. snowball. I don't know how that worked, but anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he gave me these little short lookers. That they just sit on your nose. Oh yeah, brilliant. So they're they're sitting in there. Mm. Um, I think that's really about it that I've got in there. Okay, I'd have to look, but yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Um, no, multi tool. My Leatherman multi tool sits in there. You keep that in your tank that's bag. That's where you? it lives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, I don't need it here in the garage. No. That's another thing, guys. We're coming to you from the Biker Bits garage, which is in my backyard, and we're actually sitting at the motorcycle lift. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> Pretty cool. That's it. Well, it's a bit fancy. I mean, we've got a, a cover on the, yeah. the table and everything. A mink blanket. A mink. The reason why I did that is for the audio. Yeah, because if you've got hard services, you get that echo. Yeah. 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 Mm. All right, so what's in your tank bag? Oh, I've got a lot, actually. Yeah. Um... So, I've got CO2 canisters to uh, pump up my tyres, um, and the the associated valve thingy. Yep. Um, I've got that angled valve, like you're talking about. I don't know what you call them. Valve uh, extender. A valve extender. Yep. I have um, a tiny little baby multi tool, which yep. I don't know. I found it somewhere, but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I have. Um, Bit of bug spray, bit of sunscreen. Um, I have a seal mate. Ah, yep. yep. After that time, I, my seal started pissing out oil. Yep. I thought, no, I'm keeping a seal mate in there. Um, I have a couple of lighters. One's not enough. I've got to have a couple just in case. <laughs> well, see, I carry one on me. Yeah, And yeah. then I have that as the backup. Yeah. And then, sorry, because, uh, you know, we talked about the bag. See, I've got stuff in my hydration that's my bag that has the, all that stuff in it. Well, obviously, we've got to get that to that as well. I've got all that in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I keep a hat in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I because... Oh, like yeah. You know, our ride the other day, a couple of weeks ago, right? Yep. How long were we in the sun for? Like... Fucking not long at not all. Not long at all. I got burnt to a crisp. I was peeling oh, for a week. Oh, really? On the head, yep. Holy shit. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I suppose when you think about it, the top of your head, it's, it's pointed directly. It doesn't matter which way you're turning or whatever. Yeah. It's copping it. The silly thing is, I had a hat in my tank bag. Oh. You know, just one of those to like um, roll up. Gilligan's, up. I Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's one. Island hat. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but yeah. Um, what else have I got? I've got a, um, a fly net. You know, if I, um, what do you call oh, it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For yeah. your head. You put it over your head. For your head, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. No, there's, ah. there's a reason for that, though. Yeah. Um, I was in the desert, solo riding. Yeah. In the middle of Little Desert. And uh, and I was just exhausted. And I was on the big bike. And I pulled over, and I, just, I needed a rest. Yeah. I was a it was dangerous to keep going. Except there were millions, like literally millions of flies. And I had nothing to, to get them away from me. The only thing I could do 
was to get back on the bike and keep riding. Yep. It was, I, they were crazy. I just, I, yeah, I've never ex- experienced anything like it. Yeah, now flies, when you get like that, they're relentless. Yep. And they will send you balmy. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, without a doubt. And so literally, you know, a couple of days later, <laughs> I got this thing. So I thought, if this ever happens again, I'm putting it over my head and I don't care then. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. Well, there you go. So, yeah. Um, what else do I... Uh, headphones I keep in there. Yeah. Uh, the ones that work with the helmet. Um, I'm trying to think now. There's a whole lot of little bits and pieces I yeah. keep in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, remote for the garage. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> John's got that. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. He's got it. Yeah, I think he. I think he might even have it mounted on his bike, so that's Johnny just not yeah. far from here. It's probably it's probably smarter to have it mounted because when you're driving up to your, down your street, you go, oh you, shit, you know, and you're digging into your tank bag while you try not to crash with one hand and then slow down and everything. It's probably better just to have it mounted, mounted. on the handlebars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear, good old Ned, eh? Jeez, I'm. Might be giving Jimmy a run for his bloody money. Mmm. It's the um, the Camelback. Aha. Uh-huh. That's where I um I keep on my um. I guess you'd call it survival gear. You know, that's where that's where I've got everything I need to stay alive. Oh, okay. because I do not only a lot of riding. Um, but also a lot of hiking. That's right, you do too. And so I use that camelback for both. Yeah. And so everything's in there. Um, Whereas mine, I only use for when I'm on the bike. So yeah. I've only got selected things in there that is not being carried by the bike. Yeah, okay. So bug spray. Yeah. Some Panadol. So I do double up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'll have stuff in the tank bag, but I'll also have it in the um in the camelback. Because sometimes you're on the bike and then sometimes yeah. you don't have the bike, so you yeah. Yeah. And so my emergency beacon stays in the mm. camelback. Always. Mine's exactly the same. It, it's strapped to it and it stays there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um but I've also got my first aid kit, uh you know, a multi tool, uh a headlamp. Um so I've always got a headlamp on me on the yeah. Um, I've camelback. always got a torch. Yeah. Not necessarily the headlamp. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> spare key for the bike lives in my camelback. Oh, well, see, that's something I don't ever mm. have. But, but, I'm a, a cheap-ass bastard. I am from the poorer portion of society and I ride a DR650. You, you slum it on a DR650. So yeah. if the key doesn't work, I'm sure as hell reckon I can get that bastard going. Mate, a screwdriver will do the job. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I've said before, worst case scenario, just light her up and walk away. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, I even keep, um, so uh, a mate of mine, Kev, uh, hey Kev, shout out. G'day uh, Kev. He, uh, he bought my old Hilux. Yes. And, um, and Kev has a habit of losing things. And, um, and so I actually keep, I've kept a spare key, because Kev and I go camping a bit, and I've kept a spare key to the Hilux in my Camelback. Oh, really? Yep. Oh. Because um, my ex-wife and I, we went, we did that trip to... Um, 
I think it was Murray's sunset. Oh, you were going to come, but you you got you hurt your back or something. Oh, okay. This yeah. was years ago. Yep. And we got to uh, Inglewood. We went to uh, the IGA in Inglewood. Yeah. And she locked the keys in the car. Ah. And so, because I was on the bike and she was in the, the Hilux. Yep. And uh, it's like, well, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, luckily, there was an old bloke and he knew exactly, because the old Hiluxes have that uh, triangle window, you know, that sort of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he knew, and he had this trick to get in, but... Um, Sorry, we might have had technical difficulty. You might not even know about it, but go. Yeah. Anyway, so this old bloke, he knew exactly how to get into these old Hiluxes. Um, he, he bent this wire this weird way. And he, anyway, he sorted us out. Uh, um, but so that yeah, was the lesson. That was the lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I remember back in the days I had a HQ Holden. Yeah. Packaging tape. Yeah, the... the, the the, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, plastic yeah. stuff, yeah, that would go around the big stuff. Yep. Yeah, and you used to do that, and you'd feed it through, and because back those the the pull up knob, yep, had the flared out. They don't do it anymore because of the, this very reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it used to be so easy. You just can't do that shit anymore. No, no. Yeah. Um, no, look, I was I was prepared to smash a window. To be honest, I mean, it was going to take because I rang. Uh, I had uh, the RACV roadside assistance, but they were saying it's going to be hours. You know, who knows. They couldn't tell me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is no good. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so what else do I keep in? What are we, What were we on? Camelback. That right? was the Camelback, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, basically, yeah, all my, um, I guess, survival gear, which there isn't much. So toilet paper, right, yep. is in the Camelback. Um, no, we've got a problem. Rightio guys, apparently the camera was going to, or was overheating I think was the problem, but anyway, we are now back, so let's so let's just jump straight to the car. The car? Yep. Yep, okay. So my car, I have, I actually don't carry much in my car. I carry, I always carry a change of clothes, right? Yep. Um, just because I'm travelling quite a bit, and I always carry um, a towel and... Uh, some some Pepsi Max. <laughs> Always got the Pepsi Max. <laughs> um, I carry a knife. I've got a knife in the glove box. I've got some bug spray. Um, but that's really it. I actually don't carry much in my car at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always keep a camp chair in the back. Yep. Yep. Just, it's, it comes in handy. It does. It, it does. Is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it for the car. But... You, on the other hand. Me, on the other hand, well, I'm a little bit different than the normal person because my daily... That's for dri- sure. Yeah. <laughs> my daily driver is also the support vehicle for when we do the ramble rides and yeah. the expedition rides and all that kind of stuff. So I've got everything. The only thing I need to add to it is food. It's already got water. Yeah. It's got a fridge. It's got recovery gear. It's got toolboxes. It's got knives and CBs. It's got everything. You'd, you'd literally be self-sufficient for weeks if you had to be in that car. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Like that's, I. That's cool. And you know, it's set up. It's like we've got all the cutlery and the cookers and everything. Yeah. And it's set up to do at least fourteen people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've yep. got enough to cover that. I mean, it's it's got everything 
from foil, you know, oil, coffee. Of all the trips we've done, you know, there has never been a time where I've said, Mark, do you have something and you haven't had it? No. <laughs> you just, whatever it. it is, you've got it. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so... Hopefully this camera's going to keep bloody going, so we're going to we're going to stop this bloody um, before it dies again. Yeah, podcast yeah, here. Yeah. So the next one that we had on this list was the the perfect bike mm. that hasn't been made. Yes, and apparently you've got this whole grandiosa lots of information. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I wrote down a lot of notes on this because it's a topic I'm really interested in. So. Yep. I'd, I'd look forward to... I'm looking forward to talking about that. Cool. You're going to shit all over it. I'm going to absolutely shit all over this. But you ride a DR650, so what does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're interested in hearing that one, it'll be next week. So what we're going to hopefully plan to do is yep. every Thursday. So the podcasts are going to come out on a Thursday. Right. Okay. Good. Man Cave Tuesday is Tuesday. We're going to make the podcast that works. Thursday. Cool. Yeah. So next Thursday, we'll be here talking shit about whatever this buddy, whatever ideas you've got. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <clears throat> right, hey guys, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you in the next one. See you guys.